We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Wesley, we are talking today about young people in ministry, and especially with our generation. Uh, you know, as we talked about in the last segment, where uh, we do want to focus on how young people, how people of our generation can step up, can begin leading in the church, but also there's that responsibility within churches uh, to disciple, to mentor, uh, to raise up the, the next generation in leadership. And, um, and so to do that, we, you know, we can talk about it in abstract all day long. Right, exactly. But what we really want to do, too, is to find people who are stepping up, who are leading in their church, and you have found one person that's doing that. Yeah, I have. You know, that's one of the things that Engage Magazine wants to focus on is the millennials who are in action. And a couple of weeks back, I was at an FCA breakfast in the morning and came and met a guy who was leading worship there and ended up sitting at my same table <laughs> and uh, just to see how on fire he was for the Lord, but also the way he was loving his family, raising his family and the ways of the Lord. I was just really impressed by this. Uh, I, can I say young man? This is weird because he's 25 <laughs> years old and he is the uh, chaplain for Mississippi State basketball team. And I just want to introduce him. Tyson, glad to be here. Yes, yes. It's an honor to be here this morning. Well, good. Well, tell them a little bit more about what you do because um, you're more than just the FCA chaplain. Or, yeah. sorry, the Mississippi State chaplain. Right, right, right. Well, my job with FCA, uh, we're based at Mississippi State, but I, I'm basically an area representative. So I cover all the athletes uh, along with my brother Jimmy Guilford. He's also on staff with me at State. And we serve all the all the athletes and the coaches there at Mississippi State. And as well, we all have – we split up the counties. So okay. I, I serve Lowndes County Schools. Philadelphia schools as well as Knoxby County schools. So mm-hmm. getting out to those schools and ministering to the coaches and the athletes in those schools as well. So, What are some ways they can connect with you? I know because you're the chaplain for Mississippi State basketball. What are some ways they can connect with you? Uh, really just, just, just reach out. You know, in, in the schools that I serve, uh, we try to make ourselves as available as possible to, to really set up different huddles in the schools, whether it be the multi-sport huddle or the uh, just a team, individual team huddles. We really try to just try to get the word out as much as we can as far as ministry and serving uh, all the all the ways that we serve. So uh, it's really just, just any way, you know, social media. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, there, there's so many ways. So how, how can they find you on social media? Uh, my, my my Twitter handle is the believer 24 You know, uh, I kind of came up with that as I was playing at State. You know, I, I had a dream and, and God opened doors and, and that, that kind of, Kind of, kind of came of his own. The yeah. Believer Twenty Four. Uh, that's the same for for what Instagram. Yeah, the Believer Twenty Four mm-hmm. on Facebook. It's just Tyson Cunningham. So yeah. Okay. So tell us, um, because you you are very uh, engaged in ministry outside the church, but you're also very engaged in ministry within your church. So yes. what's your role within? Uh, where do you go to church, and and what's your role there? Well, I go to church in Columbus. Uh, name our church is Genesis Church, and uh, the pastor is uh, Pastor Darren Leach. And I am the minister of music in my church. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm over all the music, and I, I'm also the youth pastor mm-hmm. in my church. And so I I oversee all the youth ministry and uh, serving our, our young kids at our church. So it keeps me kind of kind of going, but, hey, I, I <laughs> yeah, love it. I, I got to ask you, I love <laughs> one of my favorite genres of Christian music is Christian rap. I just love it. I yes. just love all types of Christian rap. Yes. And uh, at the turning point in my life when I – uh, when I submitted my life to Christ, it was I was listening to all that worldly Christian or mm-hmm. worldly rap, and so uh, I just appreciated the beat 
and the speed of it, yeah. but I didn't want to give that up. But I knew that what I was listening to in the time wasn't 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 good for my soul. So I kind of got rid of it, and I did the quick Google search Christian rap. And you got all these phenomenal Christian artists yeah. that rap out there. Uh, the Truth, uh, Flame, Flame is a friend of the ministry here. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. Wow. Yeah. And so, um, so what? So do y'all rap at the church? <laughs> uh, not not often. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but actually, me and some of the other young guys at the church, we had a little battle going on okay, for, okay. for a little while. <laughs> and they were writing little rap songs, yeah. uh, you know, about God. And I was like, you know, I, I can do that. So I wrote a rap. Like, we were just going back and forth, and we would perform it, you know, mm-hmm. for the youth at our church. And it, it was kind of like a little fun battle that we had going on for a little while. And it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, one of the other things that's really important uh, for our audience to know is that where you are now, something had to have happened in your life to get to this point. What, what, what testimony, what happened? Definitely. Uh, man, <laughs> where, where do you start? You know, where do you start? But I was so fortunate, you know, um, so fortunate uh, growing up in my church. Um, well, not, not growing up in the church I am now, but but my pastor uh, that's at the church that I'm at now, he, he's also my stepbrother. Oh, okay. And uh, and I'm telling you, it's just, just having him. Uh, as a covering and as my mentor, just mm-hmm. going through high school and going through college, I mean, it was just invaluable. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, if it hasn't been for him and, and God using him yes. and God speaking through him, like I, I wouldn't be as 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 matured as I am right now as a young man. Yeah, and, and I think that that's really the key when we're talking about young leaders within the church. You know, I, I know, Wesley, you and I have had this discussion, and I've had several friends that say, well, they just, there's just— uh, the older people in the church don't give me opportunities to, to lead right. and to serve. And I'm yeah. thinking, well, be, I wouldn't give you opportunities <laughs> to lead and serve. Uh, <laughs> you're not mature enough. You're not mm-hmm. ready for that. But you had somebody actually, uh, Tyson, you had someone speaking into your life yes. and discipling yes. you. So in, in your Christian journey, what did discipleship, especially with your stepbrother, but what did discipleship look like in your life? Kind of paint that picture for our listeners. Because here's the challenge. We need people to speak into our lives. Yes. We need people to disciple us. Mm-hmm. And and I know several times in my life I've sought out disciple disciplers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So tell me what, what that discipleship journey looked like for you. Oh man, it, it was it was definitely, definitely so so beneficial. And when I tell you um what it looked like for me, it was the relationship that we had was was very, very transparent mm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> all my struggles anything i had a question about anything i was unsure about i went to my pastor and mm-hmm. i and i asked him or if i was if i did something wrong i told him about it you know it yeah. wasn't the, yeah, it wasn't yeah. the most comfortable thing yeah. in the right. world but there was but some c- confession yes involved. yes definitely you know I, I would let him know if i if i made some mistakes and if i did something wrong i would go to him and say okay mm-hmm. i did this what do i need to do what do i need to change and he will always, the thing that I love the most about my pastor is that he we wouldn't just have just conversations. He will always, always point me to, well, let's go to the scripture and see what God says about this mm-hmm. particular situation. Or let's see what God says about this situation. Because he would never just give me, well, I think you should do this. Or I think <laughs> you should do that. You know, it was so right. valuable that he was actually taking me to the word of God yes. so that I could actually apply God's principles to my life in those particular situations. Mm-hmm. And it always, always turned out. Uh, a blessed, a blessed, you know, uh, outcome 
because he was telling me to do what God said. To me. Mm-hmm. So. Obedience is, is, is important. We've talked about that on several of our radio programs in the past. You're listening to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. We're so grateful you've tuned in. We have Tyson Cunningham, the Mississippi State basketball chaplain, and he's also the music minister at his church, and he's just on fire for Jesus. He's a millennial, and it's just amazing. Uh, I, I want you to guess, um, TJ, how, how old do you think Tyson is? Well, you, you told me earlier. I did? I? On, on air, he was 25. Oh, well. <laughs> but no, yeah. I, I, would not, I would not believe it if <laughs> right. if you had not his, said his, it. Yeah, his spiritual maturity is just incredible. And uh, also, one other thing um, that I just found really amazing, because, see, of course, I'm a state fan, so I went to all the basketball games growing up and still go a lot of them now. Uh, one of my friends, uh, one of my best friends, he uh, plays at Mississippi State, and he just uh, Reggie Patterson and, and Tyson knows him. But so I was at a game one day, and I was watching, you know, Tyson Mississippi State basketball play. But right before the game started, Tyson came out a couple minutes early in his uniform, but he was ball by himself for a minute, and I was like, "What's this about?" And then he grabs a mic and starts singing the national anthem. That was my first experience of listening to Tyson sing, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, now, you know, a lot of people will separate uh, athletes and and their Christianity or athletes and and other talents. Like, they mm-hmm. think that's all they can do. But Tyson, Tyson can do a little bit of everything. <laughs> now, I do have to say this. Uh, and and I'm so glad that we don't video these things because I am having to stare at two maroon big M's from Mississippi State. And if you're outside the state of Mississippi, you may not be aware there's a huge rivalry between Mississippi State and the only actual college in the state, Ole Miss. I'm going to take the mic on that so, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got so, uh, In case you can't tell, that is... I brought my cowbell, but I won't ring it over the radio. <laughs> oh, yeah. that is so scary. So, But here's the thing, and this is what's, what's amazing to me. You know, it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter how many differences you have. We both have allegiances to different schools, but we have a higher allegiance to yeah. one Christ. Yes. And... And to me, that's the beauty of the church. That's the beauty where we can come together and say, you know what? It doesn't matter because we worship one God and right. we are in unity. Now, here's the big thing with that. It, there are a lot of differences, but even when it comes to age, when it comes to maturity, we still serve the same God. And so I want to know, Tyson, for you, because I know you're passionate about the upcoming generation. Mm-hmm. You're, you're passionate about, uh, you know, teens and people entering college and these different things. So how are you discipling them? How are you investing in, in future generations? Yes, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting just having the, the dynamic of having the ministry at church mm-hmm. and the ministry uh, in the influential culture of sports. I mean, it's just amazing being able to go uh, football coaches, basketball coaches in these high schools and just saying, hey, can you come speak to my players? Can you come nice. pour into my players? And then some of those players turn around and say, hey, man, can I get your number? Man, I'd love to just just talk to you sometime. And, and those guys calling and asking questions. Or the kids in my church, the young guys just saying, hey, uh, just having week in and week out conversations about life and the struggles that I had to just speak to them and say, look, you can do it a different way. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to make these decisions. And just constantly having that, that kind of turnover effect we just constantly pouring your heart and pouring your your life circumstances into the hearts, into the lives of the other young people you come across on a day-to-day basis. And, and it's just so beneficial, like I said, to have that those relationships within the church and within the schools that I serve as well. And just having those kids that that'll look up to you 
and you know you have a, a, a influence and a platform and an ear. You mm-hmm. have you have their ear, and and just for them to come to you with questions uh, about different things and different situations, and you be able to pour into them just the same way that you got poured into uh, from my pastor. Like I went to him concerning different questions that I had, and now I'm I'm starting to receive that same thing where kids come to me <laughs> with yeah. questions and yeah. and different things they yeah. want to talk about. So man, I was like, man, so I value you know the mentorship and the discipleship that I had. So I'm just kind of trying to keep it going. Uh, Absolutely. The same way that I that I experienced it when I was growing up. Yeah. Now, I, I, I'm I'm hearing some of the people that are listening to us right now, and they're saying, "Yeah, but you don't know the people that are in my church. You don't know the young <laughs> people. You don't know the young adults. They don't want to listen." Hmm. So here's the thing, and, and, and they also say there there there's not people young in my church that are mature enough to listen. So what would you say to them who they don't? They don't know anybody young enough who's mature enough to listen. Hmm. That's a great question. Here's the thing. Uh, in our generation, we we like to see things happen instantly. Mm-hmm. So uh, microwaves aside, everything is happening. We want to like, see the change right away. Yeah. But if we just stay faithful and just continue to love Thank on you, them, Jesus. just continue mm-hmm. to serve them and continue to pour ourselves to them, like we will see change over time. You know, right. every kid is not the same. Every... Every young adult or, or young teen is is not going to grab hold of what you are pouring into them right away. Mm-hmm. But but we can't get discouraged, you know. Uh, we just have to sow the seed and continue to love and continue to love. You know, kids are going to get on your nerves sometimes. I mean, they're kids, yeah, you know. Yeah. But 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 we have to be patient and we have to be in in a position that we like. All right, all right. Well, I once was a kid too. I, I was once mm-hmm. hard headed and, and a knucklehead, and, and oh yeah, that's so I, great. I had to I had to go through these same stages. So, and there were people that were patient with me. Yeah. That when I continued to bump my head, I, I can't tell you how many times I went to my pastor with the same issue. And he's like, <laughs> "Dude, like, <Yeah>. really? <laughs> when are you? You know?" But but he continued yeah. to to invest in me. He continued mm-hmm. to love me, and he continued to pour into me. And that and that was so. So uh, it, it paid so many dividends in my yeah. life. And it sounded like he didn't bother to dumb down the gospel for you he either. Didn't, no, he did not. So don't dumb down the gospel yeah, for anybody. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. You, you know, what Tyson's talking about, uh, TJ, you know, is really, really dear to my heart, and that's discipleship mm-hmm. and mentorship. And that's just uh, uh, something that I've been able to, that's been done for me, and then I try to turn around and do for others. And so we see this process. So we see the process here, Tyson, that, you had your pastor pour into you, and you were able to go back. And I like the word you use, transparent. You know, there, there, there's a time to be transparent. Now, you don't want to get on Facebook and, and share your transparencies. <laughs> right. there. That's not a good place. Right. But I think it's important, as Tyson mentioned, that you have one, maybe two people in your life that you can be transparent with, that can pray for you, that uh, won't do snap judgments right off the bat based off what you say. I think that's very important. Uh, but then at the same time, you've turned around, and now you're investing in other people's life. Yeah. Uh, that's just huge because it's that one-on-one, it's the small groups in which I believe ministry really grows. And Tyson, we're so glad you've been able to come in. Is there a word of encouragement that you can give for the the millennials, the college students, the young adults, uh, as far as serving their church, getting investing back into their church? Definitely, definitely. When I first got started, there was a uh, there was a verse uh, in Timothy uh, that my pastor took me to. He was like, "Look, 
it, it simply says, do not despise your youth. Mm-hmm. Like, like don't don't look at yourself. Say, I'm too young to do this. I'm too young to, yeah. to lead. I'm too young uh, to do anything because you're not. You're not. Yeah. Just use your platform. Yes. Use your influence. Use what God has given you to impact others. Awesome. Yeah. Real quick, how can I connect with you one more time on social media? Uh, the Believer 24. That's Deep at The Believer 24. Thank you so much, Tyson Cunningham, for coming on our show, chaplain for Mississippi State. And uh, you, go find someone young and mentor and disciple them. Yes. And if you're young, find someone to disciple you. Till next week, keep sharing truth and applying scripture.